0: Welcome to Becoming Supernova, a space for candid conversations around beauty, success, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Terry Watson, and I share my experience with Becoming, and I bring on some of the most supernova guests so that they can share their story of becoming as well. Thank you so much for sharing this space with us, and enjoy the show. Three, two, one. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Becoming Supernova. I'm your host, Terry Watson, and I have a super special guest. Um, She is a, well, almost alumni of Apollo 44, which is my strategy uh, cohort, Basically, I help you rebrand um, if you are feeling stuck, overwhelmed, and uh, just give you another space to have fun and create your own universe, right? So, um, her name is Nisi Armstrong. She is the owner and founder of High Pulse Creative, formerly known as Double Ace Graphics. Um, So, I'm going to pass it over to Nisi to kind of introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about her.
1: Hello, everyone uh all the supernovas out there i gave uh my name is nikki Armstrong. as Terry said i am the creative behind how post creative used to be known as double a graphics was also the creative mindset behind a company that many of you probably are familiar with um i'm not gonna say too many names if you know
0: you know no tell us, tell us thanks um,
1: uh, Marketing by Marae. I've worked there for three or two and a half years. Uh, I was the graphic designer, the creative director, mm-hmm. the campaign person, uh, I did it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I've previously worked for, besides her, um, Empower Global. I've worked for Bronner Brothers, so... Just dabbling and dabbling in a few big-name companies. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been doing graphic design since I was like, I want to say 15, when my buddy was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, Professionally, I've been doing it since 2019, so right before the pandemic happened. Mm Yeah, that's about it.
0: I love it. I love it. Um, so, like I said before, Nisi recently went through Apollo 44, which is a coaching, well, it's more of a strategy program, like a done with you kind of program. But it is group style um, to help creative entrepreneurs and coaches to uh just create their own world and create their own lingo so that they can not only have fun in their businesses, but their audiences can feel like they're part of this world that they really don't want to leave. So, um, Nisi, I'm curious to know, like, what was your business like before Apollo 44? And I'm asking that because um, I want people to get a better idea of what Apollo 44's purpose is. Um, So I think if we can better understand your maybe struggles or um, just like trials and tribulations, then we can have a better understanding of why somebody would invest in or work with me for Apollo 44.
1: Um, prior to Apollo 44, double graphics was uh, how can I pretty? was lost um, as a single word? To mm-hmm. play. Um, and I stayed lost because I felt like I had to constantly show up as other graphic designers. Mm-hmm. um the way my mind and my processes work. I feel like it's not like other people, but yet I was trying to conform myself and make myself like these other people um I also felt like I was in a box because uh. I hosted graphic, well, graphic design challenges, and those kind of went viral and picked up pretty fast, something that I wasn't expecting, but it also changed my audience without me knowing. Like, I, mm-hmm. that's something I wasn't expecting. I initially did design challenges because I thought they were fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was something that helped me be more creative. Uh, you know, so why not share it with the world? Mm-hmm. Um, so that quickly taught me a next thing. Um, and before that, yeah, I was—I just put myself in a box. Nobody else did it. I did
0: it to myself. Yeah, yeah. I think that's something that we don't realize can happen as an entrepreneur is, like, sometimes we think it's other people that are deciding who we can be and what we can be and how we can show up. Uh, but in reality, it's actually ourselves. Um, so do you feel like you... You felt like people did kind of want you to show up a specific way or what do you think it was like just social media in general? Like I'm seeing all of these inspiration, inspirational graphic designers and their content, their way of showing up is a specific way. So I feel like I kind of need to be in more in that lane. Um, honestly, I feel like it was both. So,
1: mm-hmm. yes, I'm, I'm a habitual scroller. I'm gonna scroll now. I'm mm. getting information from anywhere, mm-hmm. so that within itself, yes. But also, I feel like it was other people because I constantly had people um, messaging me like, "Hey, when are you hosting the class? When are you doing that?" And I don't feel like that's me. But at the time, I felt like it was okay because people are asking for this. I have to find a way to show up and do this. Like I think I
0: hosted a. a I called myself creating an ebook, Mm -hmm. something I hate doing, and I hosted,
1: like, a Photoshop motion class. Only one person showed up, Mm -hmm.
0: but I hated
1: it, but
0: Mm -hmm. I thought it was something I had to do because somebody asked me for it. Mm, Gotcha. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and uh, I think it was Make Art Not Content, and basically, the host of the podcast was saying, like, you... There's... There is always going to be a matter of content. And, you, like, which side you're on depends on who you are. So, if you're a producer or a consumer. So, he was basically saying, like, if you are planning to consume more than you produce, then you will end up just becoming a consumer. And your ability to produce will dwindle because you've chosen a side, pretty much. Do you feel like that's kind of what happened?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Definitely. That's really relatable, though, for me, especially because I, ain't, I can be a habitual scroller as well. Um, but then I have to be like, all right, girl, let's get off the phone and get in the field. Okay? <laughs> like, I need to... It's because you don't waste it. How, many, how much time on scrolling on
1: this phone do yes. you
0: Exactly. Like, okay, babe. So, either, either you're going to make money for your rent and your bills... Or you're going to make rent and bills for somebody else because you're liking and clicking on their content when it may be a paid ad or whatever the case may be, right? So, I 100% agree and can relate to uh, downloading a whole bunch of other people's content and then feeling like, okay, but what about me?
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So, about the design challenges, um, you said that you started those because they were fun. However, they backfire because they set you up almost like a graphic design instructor. Is that pretty much what I'm getting? Yes. Um, so, my very first graphic
1: design challenge was McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, at work one day, I was like, you know what? I'm sick of... Because I, I had seen... Like I said, her bitch was forward. Mm-hmm. I had seen other other counterparts, the palm-colored people, um, mm-hmm. hosting challenges. And I was like, yeah, these are cool, but they're, they're generic as fuck. So I was like, okay, well... At the time, McDonald's had just started... Uh, who did the first... I think it was a BTS... They did a BTS meal. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who the hell BTS was. So I was like, okay, well how can I flip this to make it work for me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, what if they did a meal collaboration with like somebody in the hip hop era, you know, black people?
0: Mm-hmm. What would
1: that look like? So I was like, damn, maybe I could start it as a challenge. And at the time at work, uh, one of the other graphic designers, we shared an office at the time, and I shared the idea with him. And he was like, oh yeah, you know, I like that. They can really pick up. He was like, I'll even participate. And I'm like, What you
0: don't want
1: to do this? And he's like, Yeah, that that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. So he was like, When I do it, I'ma send so it to you so you can repost it. And then it just went on from here.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, how did the challenge go from McDonald's to raisin canes and Chick-fil-A? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody killing let you me know the answer to that. But somebody did a challenge. My challenge, but they flipped it and did raisin canes and raisin canes kind of hold that thing was like you need to immediately remove this. You're using not like this and all that. Oh, really? Things.
0: Real, yeah. It got mm. bad real thing. Wow. Okay. Um. Got you. So definitely backfired more than anticipated. But also, I think that. Um, and I talk about this in Apollo 44, it's like when you are creating without a central source, it's very easy to number one, get lost. But also like in your case, in many other creatives' cases is, um, it's very easy to become something that you are not prepared to be. Um, Although you can prepare for it at a later date, uh, because you were so excited, it didn't, and it didn't come from a space that had your future goals in mind. Um, it kind of set you up a little bit.
1: Yeah, because it was just something I wanted to do, and I asked them. I got right. thinking about, okay, well, if this pick up, you know, what are you going to do with the people that, you know, continuing with the challenge? How are you going to move forward? What are you going to re these people that i think yeah. never
0: yeah, that was me, though. Um, like I said, I can 100% relate, where I would be like, okay, I'm going to drop an ebook at midnight, see how many people uh, pick it up, and it would be 500 people. And it's like, okay, now what <laughs> do I do with those right. people? And at, the face,
1: and at that time, it was like, everybody was rambling, you know, trying to figure out, well, how are we going to get this money? We all stuck right. in the house. We got right. these ideas.
0: Why not act on them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was genius, in my opinion. However, um, it didn't. It wasn't long term, and that's a really big part of uh, what I talk about and what I teach—or not necessarily teach, but what I help people strategize for their own businesses—is that everything that you create should be long term. So, um, you enrolled in, or okay, closer to Apollo Forty Four. What were your feelings like? I know you said that Double Graphics felt lost, and you felt lost and. But I guess I, I wanna know a little bit deeper than that. Like, wh- how were you feeling? What were the emotions like before Apollo 44, like right before? Um, but
1: Right before Apollo 44, honestly, I wanted to just grab all of the little traffic and just throw that shit in the trash. Like, mm-hmm. I had never had a grand photo shoot, although I constantly did it for other people or mm-hmm. for someone else. I never did it for myself, so it was like, okay, well, when it's time, when time came for me, it was like, okay, you need to show up, you need to show your face, you know, you need to step from behind the computer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with that. Like, I felt like my whole identity was based upon cards and my brand name, mm-hmm. that that's how I had to show up. So it was like, okay, we well, are you going to have this brand photo shoot? Well, what the hell, what do I wear? Do I dress up like this card dealer?
0: Right right because it's double ace got you so do you feel like you were kind of pouring from an empty cup yeah
1: definitely Mm.
0: that's very relatable and i'm sure all of the listeners um or many of the listeners can definitely relate to that like creating and doing for other people and not ever really getting that same energy in return not because people aren't giving it to you necessarily but there, I think there's just a different level of creativity when it comes to collaboration or creative brain necessary to actually fill up another creative's cup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, because... <clears throat> excuse me, like... uh
1: Right now, since I'm in the midst of rebranding... Mm-hmm. I have been putting it off to do for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: like to sit and create a logo for myself and do all of these things for myself uh, it, it's not I won't say it's not flowing but it's not easy because I know how particular I can be or I can create something and be like eh, that isn't creative enough that is yeah. too simple Yeah. as opposed if you told me like hey I need something for Terry and Supernova I don't easily open it up and start working with no hesitation. but right. to do it for myself it just feels totally different
0: yeah, I can under one hundred percent understand that too, um, especially because we can just be so critical of ourselves and critical from a place of like, like, where did I even get this this uh, these critiques from? Like, this is not who I was before, and where like where am I getting this from to where I can't even show it for myself? Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. But you know, I think that you know, taking the step to actually um, see a difference in how you're able to show up is, is really what matters. So, um, like I said, Nisi went through Apollo 44. So, tell us a little bit about that experience. I've already kind of explained, like, what it is, but I think it's important for people to hear from your perspective as well because people don't really understand universes, so they can probably understand it better from what you have to say.
1: Um... So, uh, what was it like being a student in Apollo 44? Being a student in Apollo 44, I'm not going to lie, uh, <laughs> it was a new territory for me. <laughs> uh, um, because I'm not a fan of coaches. No shade, no shade to anybody, but I'm just not a fan of coaches. So, coming in the space, it was like, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I felt like there was something I need to prepare for because I was walking in this space not knowing what's gonna happen, where she's gonna ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, but during my session of the 44, it was only me and two other people plus Terry. So the space was very open. Um anytime we had questions, we would just ask. Uh we would chime in on each other's, you know, uh cons or pros or whatever they had about their brand, their thought processes. Um Terry would of course set up the call like hey we meeting on this day and there came a point in the time where we was like um can we meet twice a week mm-hmm. because I just feel like we don't see each other enough. <clears throat> excuse me um but being in Apollo 44 for me it was a different experience different as in good. I liked it um I was in the course with another graphic
0: designer there was no competition whatsoever mm-hmm. um it was
1: a safe space, really. We was able to vent and talk about the things that were going on in our business. Mm-hmm. While we started to hate. No, I want to say hate, but while we started to dislike or feel disconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the space. There was never any time constraint. Like, okay, you said we don't need it. You know, we need at this time. Okay, we've been on the call for an hour. It's time to get off. Like, it never felt like, okay, we need to rush or we need to hurry up. Um, I really liked it. All in all, I love uh the experience, feeling really good about my brand my rebrand. Right now, I'm working on what it looks like, not necessarily logo process, Mm but um, how I will show up, like what my concept pieces will look like, and it's really flowing. I'm not straining my brain about anything, it's just flowing, because... My
0: new brand is all of the things that I like. Exactly, I love it. So let's let's double back a little bit. Um, You said that you weren't a fan of coaching coaches or coaching programs. So I'm a little curious to know what your experience has have been. Or you don't have to go into (laughs) details necessarily, but I'm curious to know, like, maybe not disclosing like your exact experiences, but what were some of your hesitations? Maybe if you where to you know invest in another program before Um, Apollo 44
1: my hesitation about
0: coaches
1: I feel like coaches and people that are in that space um, they're teaching you or telling you because I don't really feel like they do much of teaching but they're just telling you like this is what I did to get here and Mm -hmm. these are the possible steps y'all can take Mm -hmm. but you're really not teaching anything it's like uh when people host coaching classes it's like this is your ted talk yeah and they it like i don't know what am i getting from this? when well, you talking so damn sad i can't even write nothing
0: down right right a lot
1: like of hoax knows gonna kill a quote some sheets you well what do i do with it
0: so you um, you feel like in your past experiences the content that you've learned hasn't been tailored enough to your specific experiences, specifically. No, gotcha. So, how different was that for Apollo 44?
1: Um, in Apollo 44, it was very different. Uh,
0: were you almost surprised? <laughs> was I, yeah, honestly, I was
1: And, like I said, before coming in, there wasn't like a a zone for 20 people, 15 mm-hmm. yeah. people, yeah. Um, we all got a chance to introduce ourselves, talk about, you know, what we did, uh, talk about our brains. I just felt like, although it was a six week program, mm-hmm. we, you know, we a little needy. Um, yeah. Apollo 44 is definitely
0: like nothing of, uh, the bad experiences I've had with coaches. Yeah, got you, got you. So um, you were saying that you feel much more confident about your brand and uh, just like things are flowing. So basically my approach when it comes to Apollo 44 and universes. So I guess let me clarify a couple things. So universes are uh, essentially branding or rebranding at its core. Um, It is the strategy that I use to cultivate a world specific to one person. Um, and I think that's why, you know, Nisi, you were saying that there was no competition, although there was a graphic designer in there as well, um, in the same cohort as you, there still didn't feel like you, it didn't feel like you couldn't set yourself apart, even with somebody who does exactly what you do being inside of the program with you. um, so yeah, basically, I take it, I take who you are, and we create a full brand identity around that, and um, in a very unique way. So, can you tell us a little bit about your universe? Um, so my universe, the thing beyond or around
1: my universe is cyber futurism. Mm-hmm. The name of my universe is still you know, working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my brand is called High Post because. Over here in this world is high energy, mm-hmm. different energy, you mm-hmm. know. We're pulsing different over here. Um, I am a cyborg because people always compliment me on how different my brain works and operates. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I am learning of how to actually show that to other people, right? Um, Some people will understand it and compliment me on it because of the way they've seen me work in person, but I've never actually showed that on social media or to the masses. Um, So, in a follow 44, Terry helped me formulate a way to actually show that to my audience and the people that follow me. I tested that this week and it actually went very well.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, a big part of um, the way that I do things is making sure that you are not still listening to what you can't be. You know, like I'm all about, okay, so if this is who you are, let's stick to it. You know, be who you are at the end of the day because that is the thing that's actually going to make you or accelerate this business um, and make you more money and expand your network and. you know, get more clients in. Um, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of the people that I see online, they are burned out, they're lost, they're struggling, but it's all because they're showing up consistently, like they're showing up they may be showing up consistently or inconsistent. Like it's like someone is. Yeah, but you have on a full blown mask and you don't know where to pull energy from. So I think that, you know, I know for sure um, that a universe allows you to pull from something and something that is actually yours and that nobody else can really take, um, you know, at any point. Like, I think that is the beautiful thing about universes and just rebranding is great. But universes is like a whole nother thing. And I've been trying to explain that to people. I feel like I've come up with something so new (laughs) that I have to say a million different ways for people to kind of understand that it's not just a rebrand. Would you say the same thing? Yes, definitely. I feel like it's a
1: reintroduction. Mm. I'm I'm introducing myself as this new person. Yes, it's the person that been here all along
0: but she wasn't as loud and showing up as she should yeah yeah so it really does allow you better space and grace to really um push the narrative of who you are and i just released a newsletter on girl is that a ufo talking about like what if you were the ufo like basically my experience is with creating my own universe is that I realized that there was somebody inside of me who had more to say. And I spent a lot of time getting to know her. And that's pretty much what you experience, uh I feel like in the process of building your universe inside of Apollo 44, but this will be a continuous process for you. I feel like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely,
1: agree. um, only because now, Hmm uh like i said before it's authentic
0: like it's it's just fun yeah and there's like just more space for discovery and exploration not just with you but like um because your universe is cyborg you'll probably go look up you know like how do cyborg work and you know like One. basically discovering a whole lot many more like a many more angles that would allow you to um push the narrative forward like I am such a creative genius that you can compare me to a computer. That's kind of what, I, like, how I see it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, now that, you know, AI has become this big thing overnight, it's like, I am the AI. You need me. Now that program over there. Right, right. AI couldn't do this.
1: And it, it could try. But, I mean. Yeah, it will never be this.
0: It will never be this because even even when I'm creating copy for you guys or when I'm trying to figure out like, okay, how can we expound on this universe? Like, yeah, we have a name, but let's go in and figure out what the brand message really is. If I put it through AI, like um, ChatGPT or Notion, which those are uh, two platforms that you can use for AI copy and copy is words. So give y'all, y'all a couple definitions and <laughs> some clarity. Um, so... When I am creating it versus AI, there is, a, there is a personality that's missing. There is a lack of identity. There's, there's just words when AI does it. But there's flavor and excitement and energy um, when a person does it, especially a creative person. So I love the, the comparison, especially because, you know, there's all this talk about AI replacing people. And you're like, absolutely the fuck not.
1: No, they could never. They could, could never, never be Like, they don't have this sauce. No yeah. They might have a
0: recipe, but
1: the shit would never taste the
0: same. Yeah, I feel like you weren't this confident when I first met you before no. Apollo 44. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not. But it's like, now, I have the
1: platform to talk my shit. Yeah. And I feel like I should have been had this because I've had the experience. Mm. Because when I get in certain,
0: certain
1: situations, Mm I shrink like honey
0: I shrunk the kids. yeah but that's so interesting you know to say that because we would think that accolades and accomplishments and experiences would really push us to be you know big chested you know head up chin up but in all honesty, um, I think we are looking too far forward into who we can be and how we are not that person. And it creates a rift or a disconnect between how we show up now. What? Right? Like, it's like, I have done cool things, but I have so many more cool things to do that I don't think I'm cool enough.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which can be frustrating. It can be overwhelming. And just like, you're always grappling for something that's right out of reach. Like, I'm almost there. I feel it. I, or I see it. But I'm I just can't put my hands on it. So I love that Apollo 44 is creating a whole new level of confidence for you or has created a whole new level of confidence. Like the way you talk about High post. I don't think you talked about double A's like that. It was just like, okay, well, this is double A's graphics. Like, I'm a graphic designer. But now it's like, one thing about me, you can't get this shit nowhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like a whole new level or a whole new niece, I feel like, that is so ready to show people that she is worth every motherfucking penny. Yes.
1: Plus, um, I don't know. Well, I'm not gonna say I don't know why. I needed mean, just a weight But mm-hmm. before we double A scrappy, it was like I was just a fool with the word play. Like my tagline was play a card, right and deal with it. A lot of people didn't understand why my name was double A scrappy. And mm-hmm. it was because my initials is two A's me. Two right. A you connect the ace, you think of playing cards. But mm-hmm. it was like back then, I just had word play. I really didn't have anything, you know, the meaning besides, Right, besides the card
0: and then my name. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's a really big game changer though. Like I think even for me, like when I before I had my own universe, um, which is alien and uh you, you literally universe themed, um, um you know, I would be catchy and I would be quirky and fun. And like, I would have the wordplay too. However, I, if somebody asked me like, okay, what, what does this mean? And not just giving them like, okay, where did I get it from? Cause that's not really the question. What does it mean? Um, how can it be impactful? So like, even with the cyborg um, concept and universe, when I think of that and um, thinking about your audience and how they need—we all need computers, you know. Um, so it just—it creates a different and deeper meaning for why somebody would need you or why they should invest, you know, their hard on hard-earned coins into high post creative over somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it really does establish you as um, the expert. So I want to know, because you said that you've been testing it out this week. What, is, what has that been looking like?
1: Um, It honestly has been exciting. Like, I feel like I am building um, really up momentum of mm-hmm. when I actually, you know, unleash the logo and my phone yeah. and all of these other things that mm-hmm. connect it. I feel like people are just very really excited and engaging because... Yesterday, all I did was, like, talk about, well, the day before yesterday, I talked about how my actual process works, like, I don't just move board, really move boarding is, like, my last step, so mm-hmm. I do word association, I do song association, I go back and watch, like, the first music video that came to my mind, Um, and then move boarding is probably, like, the last step. Mm-hmm. After the day, it was, like, okay, well... I created a playlist for my brand. Here it is. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually
0: think people were going to go listen to it. Or that people were just going to go, you know, mm-hmm. give me feedback on it or song suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. I was just posting it. And it's like, to get that reaction was crazy. You know, I love that you said that it really is building up momentum because I think momentum is the whole goal, right? Like, I think that campaigns are one thing, but a universe is like a continual campaign. Like you get to continuously post this thing, and people are always uh, or continuously excited because you are sharing from a creative space, which technically is what a, a campaign is, right? Like a, a three week campaign compared to I get to, you know, share and create for my universe for the rest of my career, pretty much. Um, but I love that. I love that you were taking the steps to share more of the process. And I feel like, and you can agree if you like, um, that a big part of what's missing for a lot of creatives in the digital space is actually sharing what makes them unique or how they get this thing done like we know that you're cool and we get the name like that's fun that's cute but I need to know how your brain is working no definitely and
1: like I said before I feel like there was no way for me to share it like, mm. the key is just in my mind Yeah, it's just what I do but I And to step in front of the camera explain and
0: actually show how it works. Right, right. So I want to go back because you said that you taught a class and you hated it. But I want to know, are your sentiments the same? Because now you've had some practice with just, like, talking about the importance of how your brain works and why that may be necessary. Do you feel like you may have a change of heart now that you know that people are interested?
1: Honestly... Honestly, and you might be proud of me. But I honestly do, because today I have Adobe Illustrator 101 with another graphic designer.
0: Oh, good. Not today.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're going to get on Zoom, and I'm going to show her stuff. I said how to work Illustrator, because she came to me and was like, I don't use Illustrator to create my logo. Mm -hmm. I create them in Photoshop, and then I open Illustrator and not finish them. And I'm
0: like, girl, you're going to extra step for what? It. Yeah. needed. But that's the power of confidence. I always tell people, like, honestly, if you can just be confident and courageous, you can surpass a whole lot of people, you know? So do you feel like... It, I mean, yeah, you have a universe now. But I feel like that added so much more value than just, like, rebranding, of course. Like, before, you had the idea to teach the people. However, it was like, do I... Are the things that I want to say valuable enough? Do you feel like that idea is more developed and more confident now? Like, you had the idea before, but now I'm just more confident in being able to actually say what the hell I need to say. No,
1: yes. yes yeah. Definitely. uh And I... I, I don't... Right
0: question? Take your time. Because
1: yes, my answer to that is yes. Okay. But I don't know how to elaborate on it. Because... I feel like before
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it was an idea that everybody was pushing on me and it was like Mm. okay why do y'all feel like I can do this Mm. because that's not a teacher is not what I am yeah so now because this shift has happened Mm -hmm. like you said before I feel like it's just me just stepping into that phase like my confidence is there now
0: Oh, I love that. I love that so much, especially because we think that people are pushing us into bigger shoes when honestly, them shoes was already there. They was already in front of you. We just ain't never try them on. You ain't never tried them on. And I do think that there is um, some importance in being able to grow. But I feel like universes also accelerate the growth, especially mentally and emotionally, I feel like. Like, oh, now I can really do this because I am confident in the way that I'm showing up because I have an identity to pull from. Like a, a sun, almost. Like, And when you think about a universe, like I have this central source that keeps me powered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love
1: and it. And I I know it's not because we've known each other before I've joined I joined Apollo forty mm-hmm. But if you join Apollo forty four, Terry is gonna push a you <laughs> I just want to talk about it, okay? She's not gonna push it back. She's gonna push it back, she's gonna peel it back. All of the things are gonna happen.
0: But the thing is I'll tape it back down. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll melt it back down you know so that you know you ain't looking crazy because the goal is for you to look good and feel good so the wig might be pushed back a little bit um, but you know the, the thing is I think it's so important for us to get our wigs pushed back sometimes and really be vulnerable for a second because I do think that the homework in Apollo 44 does require a little bit of or a lot of bit. I don't know, you tell me, a little bit or a lot of bit of vulnerability to really be able to pull your universe together. Like I'm really showing all my layers right now. A lot of it. A lot of
1: big. <laughs> You gotta dig. Yeah. Because me, i the type of person that I don't think we tell somebody. I don't know. Yeah. In
0: this moment in time, I don't know. But that's so, how you um, were operating yes, before, I though. I don't know all of uh-huh.
1: these questions. You really got to it for your
0: answer. But, you know, when you think about it, that's how you were operating before. Like, in your yeah, in your business and branding, you were just like, I don't know. Like, I want to post, but I don't know. Now you got the answers. Shout out to Apollo 44. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, <laughs> so I, I just want to say that I'm so proud of you and so excited to see how your brand develops. So um, if you guys are on Instagram, or I don't know if you're on other platforms, but on Instagram specifically, you can go follow Nisi at High Pulse, and that's H I Pulse P U L S E Creative, um, and go follow her journey because I want y'all to see what it, what is really giving, and that I'm not just you know talking. Of course. So I wanna know Nisi, are there any final remarks that you have for the people?
1: Um be prepared. Uh be open. Mm-hmm.
0: This process will be a process where you will not only be able to build a brain, a new brain, mm-hmm. a brand refresh, but it's a process
1: where you will be able to get to actually know yourself. Yeah. Um this is a self care. Situation, I guess you mm-hmm. so I like um, that. Yeah, it's definitely self care. Yeah, uh, because most, like in core creatives, period, mm-hmm. the things that we do, we often do them for other people, but then for ourselves. Yeah. Um. So this is something we do. Self care.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. My last question. Uh, what are you most excited about for the future?
1: What I'm most excited about for the future. When it
0: comes to your brand and business, of course. Um,
1: when it comes to my brand, and my business, I am most excited for. This might be with this confidence that I have, mm-hmm. but I don't want this to be just a in a moment thing.
0: Mm, yeah, I want this to live on. Yeah. I love that. Also,
1: the other thing I'm excited for, which is one of my goals, is to receive a plaque. I'm going to have a plaque. Okay. (laughs) I don't know who's cover art or, you know, it might be two D T. but I'm going to
0: have
1: a plaque.
0: Right. I love it.
1: For something that I need.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for that, too. So, um, I guess that means that I need to follow up in six months.
1: For which part?
0: in general because you said that it's a matter of like i don't well you said that you want the confidence to last you don't want it to be a just in the moment thing so in six months i need to see if the if the confidence is still there if the excitement is still there and if you received your plaque or not no the the
1: plaque is
0: a 12 month 12 month gotcha gotcha so we'll we'll check in in six months to see if the confidence is there um for now and then we'll um TBA for the plaque, and I'm okay with that. Um, okay, great. This was so much fun um, to speak to you and talk about your experiences in business and also in Apollo 44. I'm so excited to see how your brand comes together and um, just your impact and how you position yourself as an expert. Which I think and have seen for this week how it's already coming together just with the playlist and um, the, that the creativity is flowing. So I do hope that the creativity continues to flow because I already, I already know it is. Um, <laughs> and like I said, I'm just excited for you. So congratulations. Um, you're doing it and you'll continue to do it. And I want to thank you for being a part of the podcast today. Thank you for helping me first
1: and foremost. <laughs> thank you for trusting me. And thank you for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of Becoming Supernova. I'm your host, Terry Watson, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye. You keep it up, girl. You're killing the motherfucking
1: game, but I don't even got to say it because you already know that.